Welcome to Burlington Humane, the podcast of the Burlington Humane Society, Ontario's premier no-kill shelter. Bye, society. Bye, society. Burlington Humane is my society. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Burlington Humane, the podcast of the Burlington Humane Society. My name is Doug, and I'm coming to you from beautiful Burlington, Ontario, Canada. On this episode of Burlington Humane, we will learn about the coronavirus and your pets. And we'll be letting you know about what we've been doing in response to the coronavirus pandemic. I talked with Marsha Locke, Animal Care Supervisor here at Burlington Humane, on the changes to our adoption process. And I also met with Alex Zitch, our volunteer and event coordinator, on how volunteers are affected by the changes. So stay with us for this and much more on Burlington Humane. There have been a lot of questions regarding the coronavirus and pets. We referred to Dr. Linda Jacobson, who is the veterinary and senior manager of Shelter Medicine Advancement at the Toronto Humane Society. And she's the president of the Ontario Shelter Medicine Association. We referred to Dr. Linda Jacobson's blog post on the Ontario Shelter Medicine Association website, where she answered some of these important questions. The big question, can my pet catch COVID-19? According to the Ontario Shelter Medicine Association, there is no evidence to date that pets can catch COVID-19. This has been stated by all major authorities so far, including the World Organization of Animal Health, the World Small Animal Veterinary Association, IDEX Laboratories, World Health Organization, and the Canadian Centers for Disease Control. Thousands of dogs and cat samples tested by IDEX laboratories have tested negative. Many people have read news stories about a dog in Hong Kong that tested positive. The point to understand about this are that the dog was never sick. It was just one dog. There's a good chance that lots of dogs were tested and this was the only one that was positive. Yet there's still some speculation about if the dog actually did test positive. There have been no other reports of any pets testing positive and no reports of any pets that have become sick from the COVID-19 virus. It is confusing because the virus came from an animal. The SARS coronavirus is the virus responsible for severe acute respiratory syndrome, which was identified in 2003. Some cats and ferrets were experimentally infected with SARS in a laboratory at the end of the SARS outbreak, but there was no evidence of spread by or in cats outside of the laboratory. SARS coronavirus 2 is the virus responsible for the disease called COVID-19. SARS coronavirus 2 is the virus responsible for the disease called COVID-19. 
It is closely related to a bat coronavirus that has made the jump to humans through mutation. It's quite unusual for these viruses to jump species, and it takes special circumstances, such as the one that occurred in the wet food market in Wuhan, China, where the virus originated. Coronaviruses that have jumped from one species to another in the past have typically mutated to the point that they can't infect the original species. So the COVID-19 virus is now a human virus. But don't pets have coronaviruses too? Coronaviruses are quite a large family of viruses and each one is different. Cats have a coronavirus that can cause diarrhea and less commonly, feline infectious peritonitis, which is a viral disease of cats caused by certain strains of feline coronavirus. There is no evidence so far suggesting any kind of direct transmission from pets to people. There's a small and so far unproven possibility that a dog or cat whose owner is infected could have the virus on their pet's coat and that this could be carried to another person on their hands in the same way that could happen if you touched a contaminated surface or object. The important points about this are, authorities are unanimous that the main way that infection is spread is through aerosol droplets when infected people cough. Nobody knows yet what exact role contaminated doorknobs and other surfaces play, but so far this is not thought to be the main role of transmission. The same applies to animals' coats. It makes a lot of sense to be very careful about hand washing before and after touching an animal that has been exposed to the virus, in the same way that you would be after touching contaminated surfaces or objects. Hand washing should be a routine practice after handling animals in any event. Can my pet transmit COVID-19 to other animals? Beyond that initial jump in Wuhan, China, There is no evidence to date that this infection can be transmitted from one type of animal to another. The Ontario Veterinary College suggests that if someone in your home is infected, the same quarantine rules that apply to people should also apply to pets. Stay in a separate room away from other people and pets in your home. Restrict contact with all animals, including pets. Treat them as you would other people in your home by avoiding contact with them. When possible, have other people in your home care for your pets. Avoid all contact with your pet if you are sick with COVID-19, including petting, snuggling, sharing your bed, sharing food, or being kissed or licked. If you must care for your pet, wear gloves and a mask, and wash your hands before and after. If you're sick with COVID-19 and have had contact with your pet, don't allow your pet to wander outside. This is great advice. While coronaviruses can infect animals, currently there is no evidence that pets or other domestic animals can be affected with the new virus. Further, there is no evidence that pets can be a source of infection to people. Because viruses evolve quickly, 
It is important to stay informed of any changes that may develop with the transmission or spread of the virus in domestic animal populations. You can now support Burlington Humane when you make purchases from Amazon. If you head to our website, you will see a link on our homepage and on our wishlist page that will take you directly to Amazon's website. Every time you make a purchase on Amazon by accessing their site through Burlington Humane's link, we receive a small compensation from Amazon. You don't pay any more, but the animals will benefit. So make your Amazon purchases count by going to Amazon through the link on burlingtonhumane.ca. The more you shop, the more you help the animals at Burlington Humane. You can also purchase items from the Amazon website and have them delivered directly to BHS. During checkout, enter our address as the delivery location, 740 Griffith Court, Burlington, Ontario, L7L, 5R9. Search Amazon wishlist Burlington Humane Society for items that we are in need of. We appreciate all purchases and donations. Thank you from Burlington Humane. Humane, we've had to make some changes in order to keep everyone safe. However, our animals are still waiting for their forever home. I talked with Marsha Locke, Animal Care Supervisor here at Burlington Humane, on changes we have made to our adoption process. I'm here with Marsha Locke, who is our Animal Care Supervisor here at Burlington Humane, Welcome, Marcia, to Burlington Humane. Hi, hi, everybody. So, due to the coronavirus, we have had to make some changes here at Burlington Humane. What are some of the changes that, that have been made? Well, we have had to close the front doors to walk-in people. Uh, visitors are by appointment only. So, for example, one of the major changes we've made is um, for adoption applications, you now go on to our website, which is burlingtonhumane.ca. You'll see the drop-down menu um, that says Our Animals, and then you can go to Adopt a Cat or Adopt a Dog, and you will see a link to fill out an online application. Now, previously, visitors were able to fill out the application here on site here at Burlington Humane, but that's changed now? Yes, correct. So we're doing applications strictly online and within one, one to four days, an adoption counselor will give you a phone call, you know, run through some questions with you. And once your application has been approved, then we'll schedule an appointment for you to come in and meet the animals. So rather than coming here to Burlington Humane, the process starts at people's homes online. Yes, that's correct, Doug. 
Excellent. Are there any other changes that have been made? We still have volunteers that are coming in, is that correct? Yes, we do have volunteers. We are screening people to make sure that they haven't been traveling within the last 14 days and they're not feeling under the weather. If any of those apply, then they are asked to stay at home. Uh, We have beefed up our sanitization process where several times a day we're going through, we're sanitizing door handles, surfaces that people are touching on a regular basis. And sanitizing is one of the things that we do really well here at Burlington Humane because we do that every day regardless. Our volunteers come in every morning and feed and clean the cats and the dogs. And when we say feed and clean, they clean not only the animals' cages, but also the entire rooms, don't they? Yes, that's correct. We do uh, clean out all the cages. You know, they're mopping all of the floors and they're wiping down all the surfaces in the room. So we do that already, but we're now we're just doing that several times throughout the day rather than just our, our two shifts. Yeah, and I, you can imagine with so many animals in such a small confined space, if we didn't adhere to really strict sanitation protocols, you would know that all these animals are here. But when you come in, it doesn't smell at all. No, that's right. That's one of the things that we're commended on is they expect it to smell like there's cats and dogs here. And our volunteers do a really great job of helping us keep the shelter clean and odor free and safe for the people and the animals. And most visitors are surprised that we have so many animals here when they don't even notice it when they come in. Yes, that's right. I've heard them commending us on that as well. Great. So we are still open for adoptions. Potential adopters just need to go online to start the process by filling out the online adoption application. And then once they submit it, an adoption counselor will call them and ask them a few questions. And once they're approved, then an appointment will be made where they can come in and view the animals. Yes, that, that's right. We are taking this you know, very serious, as is all the other organizations within the city and, and uh, the, whole, the whole country, actually. So it's not just for ourselves and our, you know, our volunteers, but also for everybody at home who wants to come into the shelter. We want to make sure that everyone feels safe coming into Burlington Humane. And what happens if somebody finds a stray animal? What do they do then? Uh, well, they, they can give us a call over to the front desk. We'll take down the information and uh, the cat or dog will be taken to one of our clinics. Call around for an appointment and we'll let the finder know where they can drop the animal off to. Great. So we're still open for business, but just changing our protocol to ensure everybody is safe. Yes, that's correct. All right. Well, thank you so much, Marsha, for joining us here on Burlington Humane. Great. Thank you. Volunteers are the lifeblood of Burlington Humane. We couldn't continue without them. And we have over 300 volunteers in a number of volunteer positions. Here's our volunteer event coordinator, Alex Zich, to let us know about the changes we have needed to make and how they will affect our volunteers. Hello everyone. I wanted to take a minute or two and talk about our new volunteer process here at Burlington Humane. In light of the COVID-19 pandemic, we will not be holding in-person group orientations for the time being. 
We will be restarting orientation soon. It'll be about 30 minutes in length, and we will go over the basics of Burlington Humane and all of the various departments that you may wish to volunteer in. Now we currently have a backlog of interested volunteers, so we will be working through our existing roster before we accept new applications. Now following orientation, volunteers are typically scheduled for a one-on-one -on -one training in the various departments that they're interested in. So this includes our feeding clean department, working with our cats, which is available for those 15 and older, our dog walking department, which working with our dogs, available for those 18 and over, our reception department, which is manning our phones and our front desk and working very closely with our adoption team, which is available for those 18 and over, our transportation department, which is helping us drop off and pick up our pets from local vet clinics, which is available for those 25 and older. We have our two stores, our loft and our attic, which is again available for those 18 and over. We also have our fostering program, which is where you assist us by taking one or more of our pets to your home and providing a safe and comfortable environment for a short or long period of time. And we also have our pet therapy program, which is where you provide uh, pet therapy with your pet going into local retirement homes and nursing homes in our community. Typically, we would produce a one-on-one -on -one training session for you following orientation. Now with social distancing and our volunteer safety in mind, we will aim to host one-on-one -on -one training of new volunteers as soon as it is deemed safe to do so. We look forward to having you join our team soon. And if you have any questions, please reach out to us at 905-637-7325 or volunteer at burlingtonhumane.ca. And now it's time for news and events. In response to the COVID-19 advisories, we have restricted our access to Burlington Humane by the general public. Guests are no longer able to drop into Burlington Humane unannounced. Access to the shelter is now by appointment only. We are trying to limit access to keep everyone safe. We have modified our public hours here at Burlington Humane. We are now open the following times. Tuesdays, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Thursdays, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. And Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. As we are not taking any walk-in traffic, these hours will be available for appointments and to be able to phone into Burlington Humane. Outside of these hours, you are still able to leave us an email message at info at burlingtonhumane.ca or a voice message on our phone at 905-637-7325. Again, our new public hours are Tuesdays, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., Thursdays, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m., and Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. New hours at Burlington Humane. Our pet therapy program is currently on hiatus. Due to the self-imposed restrictions at nursing homes and retirement homes, 
we have been asked to refrain from visiting until further notice. We certainly understand and respect the wishes of the homes, and we will be following all of their requests in order to keep the residents safe. Are you prepared to help your pet in the event of an accident? What will you do until you can get them to the veterinarians? Burlington Humane is proud to offer Walks and Wags Pet First Aid course. Walks and Wags Pet First Aid are national leaders in pet first aid and have the longest standing pet first aid course in Canada. It has earned the stamp of approval from Animal Wellness, North America's top animal wellness magazine. This hands-on live practical gives you the skills and confidence to deal with illness and emergencies. The 10-hour course deals with how to prevent injuries, early signs of illness and poisoning, bandaging and splinting techniques, emergency medical conditions, choking, artificial respiration and CPR, and much, much more. Upon su successful completion, you'll receive a certificate valid for three years. Courses will run August 9th and November 8th. Go to our website at www.burlingtonhumane.ca for more information. Pet First Aid. We have had a couple of cancellations due to the recent changes. Our microchip and rabies clinic that was scheduled for April 4th has now been cancelled. Watch for our next microchip and rabies clinic on Saturday, October 10th. Burlington Humane Kids Club has been cancelled for the spring and summer sessions. Full refunds will be issued to all those who have registered. And our professional activity day in June has been cancelled. Watch our website for the latest information. Do you have time on your hands and are looking for ways to volunteer and make a difference? Do you enjoy interacting with cats and kittens and ensure their health and safety? Then Burlington Humane has a place for you. We are in need of cat and kitten feed and clean volunteers for our morning feed and clean sessions. Volunteers start at 8am and help to feed our feline friends and clean and sanitize their cages. You can volunteer for as little as once a week to many mornings a week. This is a very important volunteer position and one where volunteers take great pride in. Fill out our online volunteer application form on our website if you're interested. We are also in need of foster parents. If you would like to temporarily care for an animal in your home, if you have a room to isolate the pet, tr provide transportation, care for them, including giving them medication, we can certainly use your help. It is shown that animals recover faster in a home environment. Burlington Humane will provide all the food, supplies, and medication. Go onto our website for more information on becoming a foster volunteer and fill out our online foster application. Thank you for helping to save a life. Our secondhand stores, The Loft and The Attic, are temporarily closed. The Loft is located at our shelter and The Attic is located in downtown Burlington on John Street. Because they are closed, we ask people not to bring donations for the store and please do not leave them outside. We do not have anyone there at to accept them or process them. We will let you know when The Loft and Attic resume operations. If you have been traveling within the last 14 days, or are feeling ill, we ask that you refrain from coming to Burlington Humane. We are still open for business 
and modifying the way we do things in order to keep our animals, guests, volunteers, and staff safe here at Burlington Humane. Find the latest information about events, ways to make a donation, the animals that are up for adoption, and much more. Visit our website at burlingtonhumane.ca. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to stay in touch and up to date with Burlington Humane. Well, that's it for this episode of Burlington Humane, the podcast of the Burlington Humane Society. I want to thank our guests, Marsha Locke, Animal Care Supervisor, and Alex Zitch, our Volunteer Events Coordinator. Be sure to subscribe to Burlington Humane on iTunes. We are located at 740 Griffith Court in Burlington, Ontario. You can visit our website at www. .burlingtonhumane.ca or give us a call at 905-637-7325 You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram Thank you for joining us My name is Doug We'll see you next time on Burlington Humane Bye bye My society, my society, Burlington Humane is my society.